0: I'm Batman. I am Iron Man.
1: Your friendly neighborhood
0: Spider-Man. Hi Christopher, I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry.
1: A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Isn't Batman the Beatles? mean the dog, ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. <coughs> Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints. Shaken, not start. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S though.
0: Hi, welcome to Beer with Geeks. We're two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim and with me as always is my man who likes animal shaped hedges, Frank. How are you today? (laughs) I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing
1: pretty well. (laughs) That is the thing I like. That is a defining characteristic of my life. said it once, I've said it a thousand
0: times. My my across the street neighbors have animal-shaped hedges in their yard. That's cool. Fun fact. They look great. They're not like, you know, macabre or anything. They're just, you know, (laughs) there's like a little poodle in the back or whatever. But they're fun. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I do not have animal-shaped hedges. Well, that's too bad. I don't either. Well, what good are we then, Frank? I don't know. Why are we
1: even here? I don't
0: know. Podcast over. I think so.
1: Yeah, that's it. It's over.
0: Can All you imagine on. if this was actually the last episode and then we just came on and pretended that we were going to do something and then we were like, actually, this is the end. <laughs> just, Fake you know, out. And then we just clicked off. and That,
1: that was that. <laughs> Biggest middle finger to such a nice audience. Why would we do it to such a nice audience?
0: I, it is a, a loyal audience, no it, it, less. It is. Very much so. Very much Indeed. so. Indeed. Well, Frank, what, what beer are you drinking this evening?
1: Well, my friend, I have a uh, Shipyard Monkey Fist IPA. Uh, a uh, uh I, I think it's a seasonal cuz i've i've had it in the past but but only it seems like it happens uh uh you know sort of heading into the summer so i think it's a uh, a summer seasonal and uh boy boy do i enjoy it i i love i love shipyard they uh they do a good job up there in maine they do an
0: excellent, excellent job don't they frank mm-hmm. yes they do don't they don't they don't they don't they oh don't you do oh I did i did i <laughs> oh what what you going what, what you going to do what you going to do well
1: <laughs> wow all right we're going there
0: i don't know what i'm t- i don't know what i'm saying I'm tired. <laughs> what
1: are you on about
0: I don't know i'm sleepy frank mm. i'm drinking a i'm drinking a good old fashioned Samuel adams porch rocker
1: oh uh, yes, I saw Two. my first porch rocker this weekend I got so excited uh Two. new this branding season this day, for new,
0: porch nice. rocker do 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 ain't that the truth mm-hmm What do you think of the new branding? Tell me about it.
1: Uh, I like it. It's it's very different. They rebranded all their beers, all their seasonals, like the summer ale. Sam Adams summer ale also has a totally new look. Uh, It's very bright and colorful. Um, It's very uh, on on trend. Um, It's something that a lot of
0: Sam summer Sam summer was was bright before though. Yes, yes, but this is much more in your face. Uh, Oh, sure, sure. Well, you know, that's how I like a beer. In my face. Yeah, no, well, yeah, that's, that's where it belongs. That's where it belongs, in my face, depending on what I'm saying. <laughs> well, it depends on this. So, Frank, we have not done this segment in, in a particularly long time, but I think it's time for a good old-fashioned hit-me-with-your-best shot. my best shot for you this this fine this fine day to which we are recording i want to talk about the splendor film edward scissorhands directed mm. by tim burton frank have you seen edward scissorhands before
1: i saw edward scissorhands once uh oh, when did that make you watch ago... it what? Yes, you may watch it. <laughs> uh, ten years. Tell ago me about that I, that. I don't remember. I
0: don't remember that at all. So, tell yep. me about it.
1: Yup. It was one of the. It was one of the early times we we had hung out. Um. And uh, it was, I think, the first time that I hung out with you in Massachusetts. As a matter of. Fact. Oh.
0: Okay. All right. Tell uh, me more about this.
1: Yeah. So we uh, we stayed over at your house and and. In the morning, we had some time to kill before we were going to go do whatever we were going to do, probably catch a train or something. So you, we did like to catch trains back in the we day. Did didn't we did catch trains back in the day. Yeah, I did mm-hmm. anyway. Um, so, yeah, I think um, I think that we had some time that morning. So we leafed through your giant DVD collection mm-hmm. and picked out Edward Hands because I hadn't seen it. Um, and and so, yeah, we watched it that one time. It was a long time ago. It was 10, 10-ish years ago. Um, so I'm due for a refresher here.
0: Okay. Well, it's funny that you say this was 10 years ago because we've been friends now for, what, 13 of those 10 years, mm-hmm. I would say?
1: Uh, yeah, somewhere, somewhere
0: in there, yeah. some Somewhere along those lines. And so, so if I, like, if you came to my house now, Yes. and was like, "Oh, we have time to kill. Let's throw on a movie." I don't think I would ever, in a million years, be like, "Here's Edwards' hands." Know. Knowing, knowing you now as I do, I don't think I would ever, yeah, ever That's... pull out most Tim Burton films to be like, "Frank, you gotta see this. It's quick, your quick, taste. light, and airy watch.
1: Let's just breeze right through this." I what uh, was I thinking? I well, clearly... it was a different time. It was know? a different time. There were there were politics in the room. <laughs> oh there my. were there were just like you know, it's like a group of friends trying to decide what to watch, and everybody you know, when you're in college uh, or thereabouts, it's just sort of like, yeah, of course, everyone's like, no, let's watch this, let's watch this, and somehow we land on Edward Scissorhands. I don't know how, but oh. one of the reasons was because I hadn't I hadn't seen it. My somebody goodness. was like, oh, well, then we have to watch it.
0: Hmm. I don't remember that at all, but anyway. So, so here's the deal. I know Edward Scissorhands is not your particular type of film. Uh, however, I am going to reframe the f- Edward Scissorhands in a way that I think I can make it your type of film. I, all right? I trust you can do this. Yes, I, I am. I'm very here for this because I would. I would honestly never be like. Here's this. Here is this movie about a weird guy with hands that are actually scissors, and you know, stuff happens to him and it's kind of macabre. And you love things that are macabre, don't you, Frank? (laughs) (laughs) You know, so this is the this is clearly the movie for you.
1: Uh, Yep, that sounds sounds like my cup of tea. Let's hear it.
0: Yeah, all right, so. So if, so you've seen the film before but it, mm-hmm. I'll refresh your brain. So Please. it is about a man named Edward who is not really a man. He is an automaton, uh, which is a, a a very fun word for way of saying robot. And um it, 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 there's this inventor who, you know, has created all the fun things that he could ever hope to create like a cookie making machine and things like that. And so he kind of sees You know the heart shaped cookie, and he was like, "I can create a person to love, like Pinocchio, right? You know, in Geppetto, and so and so and so Edward is for one reason or another kind of left. I'll try to be as spoiler free as possible. Kind of left up there in this really macabre castle, overlooking this very plain Jane Americana town uh, in Florida." By plain Jane, I mean bright and colorful, and but it's very cookie cutter in its own way. So it's odd, oddly ironic, one would say that the you know the mechanic or the creator at the top of the mountain creates a cookie machine out of all the it makes cookie cutter shapes out of those, and then there's a cookie cutter town right below. You see, there's a lot of Uh, parallelism here, Frank. See that? See that? Uh Yep. So, so anyway, so the the movie is about Edward, like. Kind of joining this family and being in this town and then, you know, the town loves him and then rejects him and loves him again and rejects him and, you know, so on and so on and so on and so on. And so here I'm going to re- I'm going to reframe this in in two particular in two ways and and we'll see how this goes. So one, Frank, this is the story of Frankenstein. And I know you love science fiction and Frankenstein being one of the first works of science fiction ever, so much so that the word scientist wasn't even a thing when Mm. Frankenstein was written. Scientists were called natural philosophers. So when we talk about Dr. Frankenstein, we don't even refer to him as a scientist in the story, which is insane when you really think about it. That is pretty crazy. Wow. Yep. So... So if you look at the story, if you look at the story of Edward Scissorhands, not as a fairy tale as it's originally presented, you know, it's very Beauty and the Beast in its own way. There's a misunderstood person in a castle and somebody goes knocking on the door. But instead of, like, Belle going to live in the castle, Maurice just takes the Beast home to live with them, (laughs) which is actually a movie I'd like to see. Can you imagine? Like, I'd like to see that Beauty and the Beast where Maurice is like, hello, I've lost my horse. And the Beast is like... (laughs) I'm the prince of this castle, and Maurice is like, "Oh, come back with me!" and Beast is just like, "Okay." And then, <laughs> and then he lives in the, he lives in the quiet town, is it like the the you know it's the quiet village, yeah. like yeah, he's with just the, like their pet, <laughs> right with the like the with the lumber making machine and things like that. I would love to see <laughs> he that just movie. Becomes
1: a peasant and just like lives out the rest of his days happy.
0: I would, I would love that he just learns how to work on at the farm and use his hands and sing songs oh with God. the village folk. But then they run him out of town with their pitchforks, so it, it basically ends the same way, except that instead <laughs> of the setting being a castle, it's just the village.
1: This is the Beauty and the Beast fan fiction I
0: didn't know I needed. I didn't know I needed it either. I just, <laughs> it just came into my brain right now. This hit me with your best shot was worth it yeah. for this Just side for this. segment. Wow, it's worth it. So wow. that was amazing. I can't believe we got to workshop more ideas, Frank. We I really get, do. Like, like, not that these pretty ideas pretty good at it. Not these ideas go anywhere. But somebody wants to give us about two hundred and fifty million yeah. dollars. Yeah, yeah, Would love to turn these things us. into a reality. Mm-hmm. or email us be with geeks at <laughs> gmail.com I think it happens so or mail at foableaudi.com either one mm-hmm. so if you want to be professional about it um so so anyway so Edwards' scisor hand is framed in this you know fairy tale type of way you know why why is it snowing in Florida because fairy tale shut up it sure. doesn't matter where do they get the ice from why can he talk and have feelings and feels pain he's a robot it doesn't matter shut up. You know, in some ways a lot of sometimes a lot of science fiction also works that way. Why can why is there sound in space? Who cares? Shut up. Um I just wanna I think I want a podcast where people just ask questions about different properties and I go, Who <laughs> shut cares? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it who cares, shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. That's a good show the right nose. there. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> shut up. A little on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. A little on the nose. But uh yeah. Hmm. So so if you look at it from the scientific point of view you have this this scientist who is trying to create life he's an old man and he is potentially seeking immortality you know he's eaten too many cookies in his life and his cholesterol is really high and his you know his <laughs> sure. su- his sugar is through the roof and so oh, man. Uh, because he's had too many cookies so he's searching for immortality so he creates this automaton which is a great word as i said before to Prove that life can be, life can be created. But he dies before uh, his science experiment can be completed, and so the science experiment is left to its own devices and has to learn the real meaning of being human. What is it? What what is it to air human and 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 to and to have those qualities if you're if you are not actually a person? And so, what better way to learn about that than in a sixties? Mm-hmm. like a 60s small town Florida because that is, in essence, like Americana, right? Mm, you know, you sure. have this, you know, like you, the nuclear family and the barbecues and the baseball on the radio and, you know, Alan Aldeban, like, turn it up. You know, hey, Ed, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to give you this... uh I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this whiskey with a straw in it. Actually, really, even without this like side thing, you watch it for Alan Alda because he is just a gem of a human being. <laughs> That's
1: true. Well it's just like great. cut,
0: just like watch the Alan Alda scenes on YouTube for all I care because he's <laughs> it's this the first dinner sequence where Edward is like trying to eat with the family and he is just struggling and struggling to like pick up the food and Alan Alda is like, so it must have been pretty lonely up there, Ed. It's just <laughs> so. Good, it's so good. Oh my goodness, he's a comedic genius. Mm. So you could look at you could look at Edward Scissorhands that way. You know, what does it? And you, the fairy tale perspective can also lend itself to that. You know, like what does it mean to be human when you're not actually human? But if you look at it from the if you look at it from a a filmmaker autobiography standpoint, which is how I usually watch Edward Scissorhands, I really enjoy it because. Mm. Tim Burton grew up in Burbank, California, right? And, yes. and, you know, Burbank is in the 60s, mind you. So extremely white cookie cutter. Everyone went off and did their job at 830 and came back at 530. And, you know, and it just just moved in this life. And then you have this weird kid in the back of the room who's like, I like to draw or I like Star Wars or, you know, and anything like that. Just like slightly off the scope of everybody else. And so Tim Burton's creates this movie where you can look at this main character and be like, okay, I get it. That's, that's me. I just Mm. don't exactly fit in with everybody else. And as much as people try to be like, Hey, it's okay. Why don't you come in? Here's the family, have some food. You have a special talent, use your special talent to help the community. All of those things take place as a, as a really supportive community at first, but, then you do one wrong thing or edward does one wrong thing allegedly and mm-hmm. it just the the crowd is fickle it turns on him not dissimilar to beauty wow. and the beast
1: wow. <laughs> that's really beautiful though that idea of you know people identifying with edward because it's like that's that's me in some way right it's funny because you were talking about alan alda early, mm-hmm. earlier uh and uh or alan arkin rather alan um, arkin not alan yeah. alda which is also and, uh, great uh, but who also of of great, alan. but alan arkin um, and, uh, yeah,
0: I, I identify with him.
1: <laughs> you identify with do you identify? Yeah, just old and crotchety.
0: Well, yeah. actually, in some, there are some, do you find that as you get older, this is a slide, but as you find you get older and you watch films with dads as not even the main character, but you're just like, my God, that is me. Why yes, am I so, a dad? A hundred percent.
1: A hundred percent. More than I am comfortable admitting, honestly, but, but yes, without, yes, yes, totally. It yep. happens
0: a lot more than I'm comfortable with. I think you and I have talked about this before. Maybe not on the podcast, but my fiance and I are watching uh, uh The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime and I just I empathize so much with the dad, Tony Shaloub, oh on that yes. show because like there's like there's just this one scene in the first season where there's a bunch of boxes in front of his door to his study, which as I am sitting in my own study right now, mm-hmm. and and he can't get out, and he's like, "So move the boxes." And they're like, "I want to, like, I want to come out." And so they move the boxes, and he doesn't come out. And they're like, "Are you coming out?" And he's like, "No, I didn't want to come out. I just wanted the option of leaving." <laughs> and I'm like, "That's me." Yes. What is this doing? Why is this impediment in my way? <laughs> Move it. All right, thank you. I'm going back to what I was doing before. That actually, <laughs> that's right. it, it was just bothering me in my brain. It wasn't actually bothering me physically. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't yes. actually block anything. Or when he tries to turn the TV off on his grandson, because he watches TV at that time, and the kid starts crying, and he's like, only tonight.
1: That's oh, right.
0: This is only... that, that's, that's me. Mm-hmm. That's me. I'm the dad that way. Like, I feel that. I'm starting to relate to Homer Simpson more and more and more. Every day of my existence, you know, but you know that's that's. You're not quoting here, him a lot more there. too. Uh, he's just a very <laughs> relatable person. That's why The Simpsons endures because you can go anywhere in the world that's and right. somebody's going to be like Homer Simpson's a little bit my dad, or he's a little bit me, and that's it because he's he's just this conglomeration of what makes a dad dad, in some ways. So in some anyway, ways. in some ways. So anyway, going back to Edward. Scissors hands you know, that's why um Tim Burton some of Tim Burton's best films are his more personal films and Edward Scissorhands being one of his first ones you know you have Pee-wee's Big Adventure Beetlejuice Batman and then Edward Scissorhands so it's only his fourth film and he had made it big by this by mm. this point you know Pee-wee's Pee-wee's Big Adventure was a success Beetlejuice more so Batman was you know through the roof you know, an in a, a incredible success for Tim from Tim Burton and Warner Brothers, and so basically, here's your, do whatever you want. Here's here's money, and so he makes this film about himself. Basically, you know, there's a real beauty to Edward wanting to be close to people, you know, wanting to be in contact, wanting to be human in in a community, but his hands are weapons. You know, he right. he he can't touch himself or other people without hurting them you know there's a there's a genuine beautiful metaphor in not being able it's like almost like rogue from the x-men you know like i want sure. to be near you but i can't yes. because i'm dangerous or i'm just too different we just are not compatible mm-hmm. and so i have mm-hmm. to leave much and like so, beauty and the beast much like beauty and <laughs> the beast right you know there is a love story aspect as you might remember to that's, that's, to that's right. Scissorhands, hands so it is very beauty and the beast that way you know but even even the way that Tim Burton does costumes in the in the costumes in the movie or part of the plot points is that, you know, the mom who takes him, Peggy, the mom who takes Edward in is a makeup salesman uh, saleswoman. And so, like, you know, this what does makeup do? But like cover what's already there.
1: Mm. Right.
0: You know, so we're going to cover up what you are to Mm. turn you into something else. But ultimately, you're still the same thing underneath. And when they even give Edward clothes if you look at images of Edward online, like, he's got yeah. a full, like, black leather bodysuit that's his real body. But they give him, like, a pair of pants and suspenders and a white shirt. You know, like, here, now you fit in because you're wearing the uniform of the suburbs. Right. But as the film progresses, because uh, Edward's hands are scissors, he, his, like, he slowly starts to come apart. He starts to unravel. So he starts button up. He starts himself becomes buttoned up, and as the film goes on, the clothes start to disintegrate, and he eventually emerges kind of as himself all over again. Is you know, there's a really nice, there's a, there's a really nice through line right through the film, and Tim Burton doesn't get enough credit for you know He's like, ah, oh, you know, it's all visual stories or nothing. And I, that movie is a beautiful story, so I don't, you know, I never understood that criticism. Some movies I can understand, you know, but every director has crummy stories sometimes No, it happens you know so it happens you can't have you you can't be a winner every time right say some things now because my cat is about to attack me and i need to move
1: (laughs) i mean even if every story can't be a winner you know this is this is not one that i would consider among uh you know it's it's even to be at the the bottom of the the not the bottom but to be uh uh, not
0: not one of the all-time greatest stories of all time it's still like a very revered Tim Burton movie. Agreed. It's a timeless story. Mm, so, mm-hmm. you know, I think, I mean, like we were making jokes about Beauty and the Beast this whole time or Pinocchio or something sure. like that, you know, the. But uh, it's, a, like, it's a
1: storybook. It's a storybook type of, uh, you know, it, com- it comes from all of those same
0: roots. Mm-hmm. And it's And when a film is in some ways not interested in explaining how things work. Mm. It becomes a little bit more timeless because it's not getting bogged down in current it's not getting bogged down in current explanations that might That's become right. outdated one day. That's right. Think of like back to the future. Like, the you know, why does the car go back to the future? Like, can the car go back and forth? Because it can. Because you're because science. Shut up. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> shut up. There it is. <laughs> Shut up. Because the flux capacitor. What's that? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Does it matter? Like, why can can Edward feel pain? Does it matter? Like, (laughs) that's not the point. The point is teaching you about emotive truth, you know, about emotional truth as opposed to scientific truth or statistical truth. And that's what really films are about. Even documentaries are really about, you know, emotional truth, you know, because a documentary, no matter who it is or what style it is, is biased. You know, it's the documentary. There's always a point of view. There's always point of view, right? And so well, there's – I was – this is also slightly off topic, but, you know, like there are two ways to to look at something, right? There's either an objective way to look at something or a subjective way to look at something, right? And so – but if if you're creating a film about human characters or characters that have human characteristics, they are – it is a subjective point of view because you have subjective – relationship with people you never have objective relationship with people you know mm-hmm. unless you talk about like back in the midi the middle ages you know like that's an objective point of view yes because they're sure. not real people in your brain mm-hmm. and so but a one-on-one relationship is always subjective so there's always a bias whether that's it's right. good or bad and so and so that's where the emotional truth comes from does it does it make you? What does it make you feel? And is that feeling true? And did the film manipulate you to get you to feel that way, or did you get there on your own? Right. Much like this conversation, Frank, hmm. did I oh. trick you into <laughs> you trick feeling honestly, something?
1: Yes. Yes. You have maybe you have described this uh, as a film that I would very much like to see. Um, and and honestly, like as you point these things out, I'm I'm remembering you know images and and uh, moments <clears throat> from that that fateful day. You know, 10 years ago. And uh, yeah, I, I think I think I see a lot of that in retrospect and would like to watch it again to um, to really more fully experience that.
0: You know, it's funny because the macaw part is obviously not that's not your cup of tea, but it's it's so minimal in mm. the film because mm-hmm. the whole point is that he's a fish out of water stories right. you love right. fish out of water. Do you you love, do love You do, you do love this. fish out of water stories. And it's why he loved the Thor film so much because he's always a fish, he's always a fish out of water. Yeah, another, yeah. another. I need a horse. <laughs> we don't sell horses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. We have oh, classic dogs and birds and stuff. Well, give me one of those big enough to ride. <laughs> <laughs> the first Thor film does not get enough credit for it, the amount of comedy in that film. I
1: know, man. I know.
0: Yeah. It's good fun. They're all good fun. really is. Except Iron Man 3. We're not getting into it. I brought it up, <laughs> but we're not getting into it. Hey, what do you hate more,
1: Iron Man 3 or Spider-Man 3?
0: I think I hate Iron Man 3 more, honestly.
1: Whoa! Okay, that's a topic for another day. I can't wait to get there.
0: What but... third <laughs> parts of the trilogies do we hate more than Iron yeah. Man 3? Oof. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's... Yeah, just pit them pit those up against each other in a soccer field. Yeah. I honestly... <laughs> you tell me I, why you hate
0: them. I hate both. But I have my feeling, my hatred toward Iron Man 3 is stronger for particular reasons, which we will not get to today, but that's okay. We don't need to get to them today. It's fine. So, Frank, do you have any, I, I mean, you're a busy man, but do you think that you'd ever really revisit Edward Scissorhands?
1: I th- yes, I think I I do think I would. Now, is this something I'm going to go watch right after we're done recording? No, not like not not right this second. But because well, you got
0: to edit this podcast, right? <laughs> I do. That is actually gotcha. the truth.
1: But I do, um, I do feel like uh, yes. When the next time that I I do have like a movie night to myself, which happens occasionally, uh, or uh, the next time that I do I am in a group setting where we're trying to decide a movie to watch, uh, I think that's one that I might throw in the ring.
0: That's pretty good. All right, then I did my I did my my job here. Mm-hmm. Job well mm-hmm. done, me. Claps on the back. Good job. You f- thanks. You can find us at com, Twitter, Gmail, and Facebook. You can check us out on all places that podcasts can be found and explored and loved, such mm-hmm. as Spotify and iTunes and Google Play. And you can also head over to Patreon.com slash Thought Bubble Audio to uh, throw some money our way if you don't have 250 million dollars lying around mm, yeah. you more than we'll donate as little as a dollar a month to keep we'll take the podcast going the lights on all such things like that got to host those podcasts somewhere and that costs some. that costs the money mm-hmm. so anyway you can also check out all other thought bubble Odi- thought bubble audio shows at thoughtbubbleaudio. Frank I started a new podcast It's called the read up podcast It's all about it's, books and stuff right? Talk is We're talking about books intellectually and stuff Now Frank this was this was a blast I'll check up on to see if you have done any of the Hit me with your best shots over the time Over these few years I don't remember what they are The only one I actually remember you watching is Alien I right. you liked I did it. I did Because it also has automatons Or whatever they're called It does that's true Automatomanons. Yeah. Anyway Yeah It does Those guys are, Those guys. Well, Frank, until next time, cheers. Cheers.